Christmas and Easter are both the most holy religious dates on the calendar for us. And both of them have pagan roots, like deep pagan roots. And it's like, we co-opted those just fine. And we Christianized those quite well. Like why, what is the difference between Halloween and those two holidays you think? The history is murky on all this stuff. Everybody's in on Halloween and everybody's all in on Halloween. So most of the takes I hear on this are very one-sided. Every year Fights. this question comes around like it's brand new. Right. <laughs> Maybe it's the the ethos, the kind of visual, um, visceral images of, uh, I don't know, dark images. Yep, I'm all for it. Celebrate it, maximize it, slaughter a goat, whatever. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Kingdom Thinking, where we think about the kingdom and its thoughts that are thought in the kingdom. <laughs> Let's go, Josh. How you doing today, buddy? Doing great, man. How are you? Good. Well, it's that time of the month in October where churches are going to start either kind of uh, clenching their fists, waiting for... Uh, the not celebration of Halloween, yeah. or they're going to start disguising it in like a pumpkin patch <laughs> or uh, fall, fall festival. Fest. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, food's going to be thrown. Yep. Hands might be thrown as well. Uh, this is fu uh, funny enough, right? Like one of the year's kind of biggest uh Yeah, every year fights. this question comes around like it's brand new. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should Christians celebrate Halloween? So we have a little bit of an interesting take, um, courtesy of... Is it Matt Chandler? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, influential evangelical pastor. Yep. And uh, we're going to react to that. Yeah. We're going to watch the video right now. Let's do it. Every year around this time, uh, I began to hear really some questions uh, involving Halloween and what's the uh, appropriate Christian response to uh, this season that that's probably far less about demons and witches and all of that, far more about candy and costumes and fun for the kids. And so, uh, man, since since it always pops up around this time, I, I thought I'd take this uh, opportunity just to answer that. Uh, one of the things that we're gonna see in the New Testament, uh, specifically I'm thinking of uh, the Apostle Paul uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter eight, where he's addressing uh, this thing where there's these foods sacrificed to idols, these meats that are sacrificed to idols, and then uh, Paul says, hey, we, do, we don't want to participate in what is bad, but we can still, we still can purchase that meat once it's at market uh, because it's ultimately good and from God. So we want to reject the evil aspect of it. We want to redeem what's good in it. And so you see the apostle Paul saying, hey, don't eat meat in the temple sacrificed to idols, but buy it in the marketplace and, and enjoy it by the grace of God because meat is good and is from the Lord. Uh, and so I think we should carry that principle on over in to Halloween and, and just say, look, Halloween's history um, it has both pagan and Christian background. It, it was started uh, by, I believe, the, the Celts, and then the Romans took it and kind of made it their own, even as Christendom began to uh, shape and take form. Uh, and so if you don't want to celebrate the holiday, just your conscience is pricked and this is just not for you, then, man, I just want to encourage you, don't celebrate it. Um, but if, 
If your conscience is clear and, and you're free, I would say there's probably some pretty simple guidelines that, that we'd kind of pull from uh, 1 Corinthians 8. The, the first would be, man, we, we certainly don't want to be a part of any aspect of it that would be ungodly. So we don't want to dress uh, in a way that's inappropriate, whether that be uh, kind of evil and demonic or whether that be sultry and sensual. We, we, we don't want to play in that space. No, but we also don't have to dress up as John the Baptist either, right? Uh, and then the other thing I would tell you is um, that I would use this opportunity I would use this opportunity to be in your community, uh, meeting your neighbors, practicing hospitality, uh, and beginning gospel conversations uh, with your neighborhoods uh, and your friends. And so, man, I, again, I just think Halloween, if your conscience is clear, then there's a way to celebrate it. But I would just, I'd warn you that we're getting into the season where the Christian calendar kicks up. So we don't want to celebrate Halloween. We don't. I don't want to celebrate Halloween in such a way that it pushes out the natural church calendar and our rhythms as a family. All right, video's done. What do you think? What's your initial take? Yeah, interesting, interesting perspective. I will say this is one of the more um, profound takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the one of the first serious videos we've brought on the show. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So most of the takes I hear on this are very one-sided yeah and so there's going to be people who are trying to make a case for hey there's nothing wrong with it um if it bothers you oh well but there's the insufficient of the insufficiency of historical evidence to show that this is actually demonic is so uncritical mm -hmm. to hold this position it's not even an intellectually satisfactory position to hold we shouldn't even talk about this. It's it's, it's a non-issue. Mm -hmm. And then the other side is, no, no, no. This is so bad that it's sinful. Yeah, think about all the cats that get sacrificed on Halloween. Exactly. Right. All that and um, uh, the druids and kind of <laughs> going door to door, taking spirits and whatnot. So um, one of the phrases that stuck out to me is you don't participate in the bad, but you redeem what's there, redeem something that's good. And I feel conflicted about that, but it was the most thought provoking for me. So I feel conflicted about it because I think you can't do that with every issue. And I'm not sure you can do this with this issue. Oh, okay, I interesting. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of agnostic about Halloween, but I think he's avoiding the question of, is this ontologically by its nature wrong or not right and, and he's kind of punting and he's saying well like you could redeem the good and leave the bad no but that's not answering the question um on the other hand i do think oh that actually is kind of a a, a charitable um thoughtful christian instinct mm -hmm. to begin with for mm -hmm. any issue in general mm -hmm. you don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, water right. so on and so forth so that's kind of my initial response to that yeah so i don't know how you can apply something like first Corinthians eight to this conversation for two reasons. The first one being the conversation of meat being sacrificed to idols, right? Is a conversation of not letting the freedom that you have in Christ become a stumbling block for your brother or sister, right? Mm -hmm. That's like the gist of what he is saying there. That's the gist of Paul's argument in Romans 14 and here in first right. Corinthians eight. And that's a great argument to make, uh, when you're talking about things that you can have specific individual choices over. Okay. Uh, but my curiosity is like, how do you scale that right. analogy for something that is one of less than five or six days in the calendar year 
where the entire whole of the country decides to go ham on this conversation, right? It was just like everybody's in on Halloween and everybody's all in on Halloween. And so it's, you don't even like just existing in this time is going to be a stumbling block for so many people, irrespective of my participation or not in it, right? And so it feels like the question is, uh, the answer is framed differently than the question that's being asked, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so it doesn't feel, it feels a little bit apples Do and oranges like to me. you feel like he punted a little bit with that? Yeah, I, I think his answer is correct. But I think it's I think he's answering the wrong question. Oh, I see. Right. Like I, I think people who hold this answer are just answering the wrong question, right? Like, uh, you can make the individual choice to opt in or opt out and that's fine. Right. But the bigger conversation here is like for Christians in general, like as a whole, is there some type right. of uniformity that we can Correct. develop around this? Correct. Right. What type of unity in mind should we have on this yes. kind of issue? Yes. Uh and so for me it's like, you know, the two rules like don't dress demonically and don't dress provocatively, right? Like those okay. are the kind of the two things that he comes across. And it's like, yeah, that's probably just good everyday advice <laughs> like, for anything that you're doing for the most part, right? Uh, and so I struggle with this. Um, I tend to take the approach of from the complete other side. Okay. We have, again, like I was saying, we have like Christmas, Easter, yeah. Halloween, in America, we have like Fourth of July, maybe, uh, Thanksgiving. and Thanksgiving, where there's like Columbus a, Day. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a handful of holidays where the whole country's in on right. them, and Christians got to pick a side. And I think we can leverage that really well for the sake of the gospel when we are able to engage and participate in a way that's not uh, glorifying things that are negative. But then the other side, it's like, how do we celebrate holidays on the Christian calendar then? By this mantra, like. Every Christian holiday, for the most part, is like some co-opted pagan holiday, right? <laughs> so it's like, I mean, at least our two most important ones, right? Like Christmas and Easter, and Easter are both the most holy religious dates on the calendar for us. And both of them have pagan roots, like deep pagan roots. And it's like, we co-opted those just fine and we Christianized those quite well. Like why, what is the difference between Halloween and those two holidays, you think? On their like historical basis? From a Christian perspective, right? So it's like... They all had. They all share similar roots yeah. in like these pagan holiday conversations. They two out of the three have been cleanly co-opted by Christianity now, and like, hey, you belong to us. This is our holiday. Like, yoink! Uh, at this point, <laughs> there. And so, what is it about Halloween that stops us yeah, from making that know. same maybe, declaration? Maybe it's the the ethos, the kind of visual, um, visceral images of uh, I don't know, dark images. Sure things that can very easily or very neatly be dichotomized sure sure things like demons things like grim reaper things like those are bad okay um things like angels things like positive visuals those are good (laughs) ishtar the goddess of fertility that's a good thing right (laughs) (laughs) sure i don't know so maybe it's a visceral thing yeah um i i will say as far as i understand i'm not an expert in like uh late medieval irish and celtic history yeah but as far as I understand it, not like, yet. Anyway, you will be exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the history is murky on all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. At the very it, least, it, it's it's like this. He said, she said, and historians go back and forth. And well, what they really meant to do was this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they were tricking you, right. Because they were secretly doing. Whoa. Um, and it's bec- it's like quicksand. Yeah. So all of it both positions are building their arguments on quicksand. Yeah. And so I don't want to cop out, but it, it makes me so agnostic about it because it's like, if it's, if it's that murky, 
should we really take it that seriously? Yeah, I would look at it from the other way. Like, what good can you do out of this holiday? Like, you know it's going to come every year. You know it's going to be celebrated. So why don't you leverage it? I like. I do like that he says that, right? Okay. Like, leverage it to, so be a, to bless move, your community. You move to like a missional or pastoral perspective yeah and like you don't have to be out evangelizing people right or like being creepy about that kind of stuff like just go out and bless your neighbor like get good candy for the kids that come and knock on your door right or like yeah like the whole freaking king size thing or whatever right uh or do something like you walk with your neighbors and have like intentional time where you just bless them in some way right i think you can redeem it in such a positive and valuable way yeah and it's like one of the last remaining holidays on the calendar it's one of the last remaining times on the calendar that the whole country can come together right. and be like hey we're all in on this like let's have some fun right for at least That's 24 hours before we hate each other again um what because of like black friday and stuff no i just mean the, because the of all holidays? the just because of all like the discourse and how divided and sharp everything is yeah, right yeah, yeah. that is interesting i never thought of it that way there there seems to be uh, almost a universal connection that everybody all of a sudden, on that day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What color, size? Well, at least or, in the Western, right? In, in West or in the West, rather. Right. Or if you're Democrat, Republican. Yeah. It, just, yeah. it doesn't matter. We're all in. Yeah. Just Every, as long as I don't like everybody gets to dress up inappropriately, right? It's like. Right. That's, that's not, interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think? Uh, well, first of all, before we close out, good use of scripture, bad use of scripture. Uh, I'm Old Testament, so. <laughs> I'm ambivalent <laughs> about that too. Okay. All right. Good use of scripture. I'll give him that. All right. Uh, lastly, you think Christians should celebrate it or they shouldn't? You're going to make me choose? Yeah. You got to pick a side. You can't punt it like Chandler did. All right. Fine. Um, I would say maybe instead of celebrate, I want to use leverage. So, so what does that mean? So that means c- celebrate is kind of a specific word, right? I, I don't even know what we would be celebrating. Sure. So that's sure. my first kind of hesitation but what if you optimize it mm-hmm. what if you okay sure n- not just co-opt it not, yeah. n- not do something cheap but what if you made events and programs around it yeah like you were saying i'm yeah. just saying the same thing but leverage it use it yeah maximize it yep um why not yep i'm all for it celebrate it maximize it so slaughter a goat whatever <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know <laughs> i mean it sounds good so what do you say to the the churches, pastors, leaders who are concerned saying, hey, I'm seriously concerned that yeah. there is there are negative uh, spiritual forces around this. Internally, internally, I go, okay. And then externally, I say, yeah, I understand. I understand why you would feel uncomfortable about it because people do try and create weirdness out of that, right? Like that's a real thing that happens. And so it is pastorally insensitive to ignore people's concerns about mm-hmm. those things. And I don't want to, uh, as much as I joke, I don't want to make light of something like that. But for the most part, this strikes me as one of those things that's like, look, culture's already here and culture's going to be here whether you decide to engage in it or not. And it is very rare where all of our culture is swimming in the same direction. And so it would be great if we could get in there and make some positive impacts before things going go back to being a swirled mess again. And so the idea of being able to leverage like you're talking about yeah. to me is more important than the concern. Okay, so come to the table, be a positive voice rather than hide in your home. Yeah. That's fine, but it doesn't answer the question about the moral dilemma. Meaning, is it actually wrong? Is it actually anti-Christian? No, I would say no. I would say it's not. So you'd have to make the Otherwise, I wouldn't advocate for leveraging it, you know, if I didn't, if I thought there was a problem with it. Gotcha. Okay, I like it. What do you guys think? Did we miss anything? Leave us a comment. Check us out on the Juice app. We'll see you next time kingdom thinking.